day two. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window yeah. than it is a mirror. We mm-hmm. come to it to look through it and see a beautiful picture of God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves, Sense. right? And so we're going to go through, like we've talked through, chronologically, yeah. but it's an amended chronological so we're gonna go through the whole book of genesis because if you break it up in half it's like watching half of a movie and coming back two weeks later to get down with it you forget how things tie in so we're just gonna go through this so genesis 5 through 8 today and it starts off with a genealogy so these are the family records Family records. Yeah. So you may already be in a place like, yo, Genesis 1 through 4 was action-packed. It was a story. It was back and forth. Yeah. And Genesis 5, you may have found yourself Here inadvertently yawning. Here we go. In the Bible. Oh, man, <laughs> this is why I don't go through it in order, right? Yeah. But we want y'all to know, like, no, no, listen. Like, yeah, those boring parts where you feel like you yawn and you really don't know, like, why they're there yeah. that's what you press play here for that's what yeah. we're here for to give you a little bit of context and, and and to say no 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 listen there are gems in the genealogies yeah absolutely yeah. so this genealogy is like no no no. like if i read it carefully i'm going to get something out of it fam i remember um so my dad is from new york yeah and uh i have a bunch of family up there and every time i go up there i start talking like them <laughs> right, right right and one of the things they always say yo is word is bomb <laughs> and it's like well what is that word is bond son word is bond son like <laughs> like what does that mean but it's like no my word is my word like it's like a bond like right. it creates this relationship and it's the same thing with god yeah he said if you eat you're gonna die right and you see in his genealogy such and such died right such and such died and you so you see that god's word is bond like right. if god says something <laughs> right. it's going to come to pass right. but we get this break yeah. In the genealogy when we get to Enoch. Right. Right. And Enoch is a one who says, um, he walked with God. Right. And then it says God took him away. Right. Right. What's the point? He's even trying to show, like, yo, even in this sinful, death filled world, mm. if you walk with God, uh, you'll never stop walking. That's it. Right? You'll never <laughs> I love it. you'll never stop walking. Yeah. Right? Death for the believer, as we'll see throughout the Bible, is not a period, as we always say. Right. But a comma. All right. Yeah. That's great, yo. All right. One of the things that I want to bring up, one of the things that I want to bring up, it's fantastic. We just don't have all this time. time. Yeah. Bro, it's a, from a genealogy standpoint, it's a, right, this is one of the advantages of reading a bunch of scripture, right? In this, yesterday, we saw a genealogy in chapter four. Yeah. Today, we see one in chapter five. Yeah. And as you look at them both, look at the differences in it, mm-hmm. right? In Cain's line, the genealogy is, yo, when he lived and he died, and he lived and he died, and mm-hmm. he lived and he died, and it doesn't tell you how old anybody is. Yep. So it just seems very, very brief because mm-hmm. everybody gets a line. Yep. Well, in chapter five, Seth's line, yeah. or the line of the seed, the line of the promise, the line that's going to house the people of God, mm-hmm. it gives you just a line for their lives, mm. but it also gives you years. Yeah, that's good. This cat lived 960 years. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Eight, and, and what you see is that there is this incredibly long life mm, mm, that's, good. that's 
reserved for the people of God, even though they died, right? Mm. So this is not meant to say that right. Christians are going to outlive non-Christians. Right, I'm glad you said that. It's literary <clears throat> to yep. help you see, oh, look, their lives were meaningless, vapors, yeah. quick, quick, quick. Yeah. But but there's something different <clears throat> about the people of God. It seems like there's a unique blessing on their lives, mm -hmm. the the yeah quality of their lives, not in terms of possession or, or possessions, but yeah. this relational fulfillment and their families and all of this stuff. And so it just gives you this. You see this stark contrast that's on the page yeah absolutely yeah. and then uh genesis 6 though it, it takes another turn right, right? so at, in in genesis 1 you know god is going to create the world and he's right. going to say god saw that it was good right now it's going to say god saw mm. that the intentions of every man was evil was ah. wicked so this is yeah. this next time that god saw right and you just see that god or this world that god created remember man sinned and it's just getting worse and worse and worse to the point where God is like, oh no, no, I gotta start over. The snowball avalanche, bro. And he's like, yo. It's a wrap. Yeah. Right. And so God is gonna say, yo, he's gonna find this man Noah. Right. He's gonna make a covenant with him, right? right. He's gonna make these promises to him. He's gonna bound himself by oath, right? Right. My word is gonna be bound with you, Noah. <laughs> <Word> <laughs> but I'm about gone, to flood, son. I'm about to flood this thing. <laughs> right? Like it's a wrap. Yeah. But you even see, and people say, yo, how could God ever just just flip off the handle? He just, wow, you right. know, he just flood the world. And you see though. That every time in the Bible, this is some something a professor pointed out to me. Every time in the Bible, God brings judgment. Yeah, it is always in proportion to the crime. Right, right. It yeah. is always in proportion to the crime. Right, and you always see, hear this, His grace even in His judgment. That's what I'm saying. Every time, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, so Noah, he's like, I'm gonna flood this world, but Noah, you and your family. Yeah, I'm gonna recreate the world right. through you and your family. Mm -hmm. And what the flood is, and people don't realize this, it's actually a decreation, right? Right. So on day two, what did God do? He separated the waters above from the waters below. Yeah. Right. They actually believed that waters were above. Right. They were, you know, everybody had their uh, cosmology at the time, right? Technically, it is because whoop, whoop. water cycle, the vapor, the <laughs> exactly right. right. <laughs> Smarter than us, right? Anyway, but the waters cave in on themselves, mm. right? So, so it is God undoing what He did in days one through six, right? And he makes this covenant with Noah that, yo, yo, like, I'm going to save the world, but I have to cleanse it. And that's right. why the New Testament is going to say the flood was like a baptism mm. because God was cleansing this sinful world right. because he wanted to recreate it and do it and, re and redo it the way he wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter seven, bro, <clears throat> in the midst of all of this, it's so key. God tells Noah what he's going to do, right? And we've mm -hmm. talked a, uh, about mm -hmm. this book is this concept of, uh, it's trying to help us see, look, God's word is trustworthy. You can trust God's word. Yes. Noah finds favor with God. Noah trusts God's word. Mm -hmm. How do we know Noah trusts God's word? Mm -hmm. Chapter seven, you see this record of Noah's obedience. So yep. it's going to say, and he did this. Just as the Lord commanded, just as the Lord mm -hmm. commanded, just as the Lord commanded. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over, one thing that we're going to see is this. Look, Noah's obedience isn't him trying to earn God's favor. Right, right. Noah's obedience is him saying, no, God, I believe you yeah. and I obey because I believe. Right, yeah. And so mm -hmm. even here in this story, it's not just a picture mm -hmm. of... 
Look at what his obedience did, right? It mm. saved him from the flood. It's no, 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 no. <clears throat> Look at what his obedience was. Yeah. It was a sign that he had faith that the word of God is absolutely true and he's going to live by that faith. Yeah. And as a result of that faith coming out in his obedience, mm, mm. he experienced the blessing of mm. God's word. What happens in chapter eight? Right. You know, the flood comes and then in chapter eight, it recedes, right? right. And what you're going to see is that a wind <laughs> grow, goes across the face of the earth and right. pushes the flood waters back. Why is that important? Because in Genesis one, it was the spirit of the Lord, right? right. That was hovering over the waters right. and that created the earth. And right. so God is like, I'm going to do it again. And what you're going to see is in Genesis, if you get Genesis 1 through 11, bro, you got the whole Bible. Those are the floorboard. Bro, bro. Because it's it's going to like, uh, it's going to show up again over and over and over the same themes and patterns. So this old creation was um, judged and then a new creation comes. Right. What happens? If you if you listen to Jesus, Jesus is so subtle and he's, he's different. We know he's the center of the Bible. Yo, Jesus is like, fam. Just as it was in the days of Noah, right, 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 it will be in the days of the Son of Man. Right, it's like people were eating and drinking and giving in marriage, and right. then the flood came. Yeah, but Jesus is saying next time it's going to be fire. Right, right? yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. going to be a judgment. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Jesus is saying too. Yeah, just like at the flood, there came this judgment. Right, for God's people, there's also going to be a new creation on the other side. That's dope. Yeah. And so it's like, yo, the Bible is just going to use these same themes over and over, and God is going to make this covenant, bro. With with Noah, and I think it, I think it's in Genesis nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we could just kind of go right. there right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll get to that later. It's it's dope though. Yeah, it's in Genesis nine. Yeah, yeah. So man, we see God's judgment. We see God's grace. We see God's grace. mercy. Yeah, in His judgment. Right. We see God's incredible patience. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that this story comes on the heels mm-hmm. of a genealogy mm-hmm. shows you. Look just how long God endured with this rolling snowball Absolutely. of sin, right? All of those lives that the reason why we have those years, one mm-hmm. is to show us the blessing of God on his people, mm-hmm. but two, it's also to show you that this great flood came after years and years and years of patience. It wasn't God just getting mad one day and flying right. off the handle bro and then we we go just ahead. got a, a dog for christmas yeah. yeah for ava and there's sometimes it's like yo 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 we just gonna give her back and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yo chill yo, yo, it's like yo chandra, chandra chill yo it's been three weeks oh, right <laughs> yeah uh, this has been right thousands of years that we've seen and god's mm. been patient patient, patient. And like you said, his judgment is commensurate with the response. That's a nice word. Uh-huh, it is. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yo, the thing that's crazy too is, um, man, just studying, you learn that in ancient genealogies, right. they don't give every single person, person that lived. Right, right, right. right. It, it usually highlights key people in the family record. Right. So most people say like, that's not even everybody. <laughs> right. So like, right. God was extra, 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 extra patient. patient. And we'll never even know the depths of it until we yeah. see him. Um, but I will say this, man. At the end of the day, and this is the last thing, God promised mm. that he would judge. But mm. he also promised before that that he would send a seed. Right. Right. If God didn't preserve Noah and his family, right. there could be no seed right. to come and accomplish salvation and redemption for us. Yeah. And so even this 
seemingly, yeah, judgment of God, and even this small bit of grace we see is actually going to make the way for something so much more beautiful to fulfill that Genesis 3.15 promise. And it shows the consistency of God, that if yeah. God, like, you know, God's words about judgment yeah. are final, but mm. God's judgment is in his final word. His final oh, word good, is grace. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, I pray that we would be reminded in every act that you do, that every word that you speak, you keep. I pray that you would give us what the Apostle Paul calls the the obedience of faith. That yes, we would God. be reminded that our obedience to you is a result or is an outflow of the faith that we have in you. So I pray that if there are ways where our relationship is broken and we feel tempted to doubt you, that you would yeah, stitch up where our relationship is torn, that you would mend it, help us to trust you and follow you completely and fully today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.